Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Double FM Sports. My name is J.R. Mizrak and it is New Year's Eve when we are posting this. For that, we're going to be doing a New Year's special. We have been creating content for you guys the past 11 to 12 months now and it's been an absolute pleasure getting to put out that content. So to reward our listeners, we have not one, not two, not three, but we have four interviews in this one episode. We have Natalie Ostheimer from Sharon City. We have Alexa Fisher from Steel High down in Texas. We have Dylan Troop from General McLean High School. And we have Annika Ermel from Governor Mifflin. So guys, let's get right into the interviews. Our first guest for today is uh, Natalie Ostheimer. Natalie, thank you for coming. Um onto the podcast today. Um, so I guess first question here, um, just, you know, we, we know you're a runner. I mean, that's what this whole episode is about. Um, so could you just give us a rundown of, you know, some of your PRs? Um, some of my PRs are in the 5k, it's 1907. Um, the 3000, it is 1106. Um, the 3200, it's 11.54, and those are usually my main events. Um, I used to do the 800, but I'm not much of a speed person. I like the long distance. All right, so, you know, I'm also a cross-country and track runner. What got you into this great sport? Um, I joined this program called Girls on the Run when I was in elementary school, and um, I always knew like when I was growing up that I'd always run because I just liked I enjoyed it a lot and um, there's a program Girls on the Run when I was in elementary so I joined it and the coaches in there um, Jen Furtig and Morney they were so great and they encouraged me um, to want to keep running and um, I found cross country when I um, got into seventh grade and I just fell in love with running after that. Cool that's awesome. Um, so how do you balance school and athletics and personal life and all of that? Um, with school being online, I'm able to work at my own pace. So usually I can get stuff done quickly, or if I end up having a lot of work that day, I usually get all my schoolwork done before I start, um, like training or anything. Cause I just don't like the stress of any other, um, you know, any other work on me while I'm trying to improve myself and sometimes it sometimes I'm able to run before um I start school so it just depends on what's planned for the day gotcha you just mentioned you know your online school and that's obviously because of COVID how has that affected you throughout you know this past cross-country season and then into this coming track season um, well, COVID in the spring, our um, track season got taken away and cross country was definitely um, different this year. Um, there was like two to three races each week and it was tiring and my mileage was all over the place this season. And um, every race we entered, we had to like spread out and only a few teams raced at one time and a few minutes after the rest of the people came they started and districts um, was interesting because the courses moved to a sports complex in Titusville, which is an hour and a half from my house. And it used to be 
in Deal Park, which is a half mile from my house. So it was a drive. <laughs> and um, the cut was made to six people this year and I would have made it. I did qualify, but it got cut to six people. So oh, wow. I didn't get to go, but I did learn a lot. So yeah, I can, I can definitely attest to those, uh, those different changes. It was definitely an interesting season. Yeah, definitely. All right. So uh, just from like runners that I've talked to, at least at our school, and I imagine, you know, it's the same state system. I imagine it would be the same with you. There's not a whole lot of time between the end of the cross country season and the beginning of track season. Um, so not a whole lot of off season time there, but I guess after track, what does your off season training look like? Um, I do indoor. So yeah, there isn't that much time in between the seasons, but um, I took a few, I took a little under two weeks off just so I can recover and, you know, just giving myself a mental break. And um, I, you just, as soon as I step like, got off of my break, I started building up my mileage and getting a good foundation and adding in interval workouts and fartleks and tempos, getting the speed and trying to work on my um, foot speed with sprints after my runs. Cool. I was, um, I was looking at your Instagram page a little bit the other day and I noticed some, you know, Bible verses. Does your faith, you know, play in, into your athletics there? Yeah, my faith plays a really big part in my running career. Um, knowing that God's in control of everything in my life makes it this makes this sport um, even more fun and worth it because I get to glorify the one who created me while I'm doing it. And he made me in such a special way and gave me talents and I want to use them to glorify him. And knowing he's in control through the good and the bad and the losses and the PRs keeps me worry-free and it's all part of his plan and I know what and I want what he wants so um I kind of like to live by is Jesus died for me so I live for him yeah that's really awesome um as a, a fellow Christian that just hearing you say that um yeah that's really cool to see you being a high schooler um who is comfortable saying that and is just willing to completely commit your your life to that um so that's awesome um so as far as track goes um since i mean you know it's it's a spring sport we're not quite there yet um do you have any like preseason goals for track um last year so it would have been this year we didn't have a season so i actually haven't competed outdoor track as a high schooler yet um but i really do want to improve my times and break some mental barriers cool you know you just mentioned you are on the younger side of the high school athlete so you have some time but what do you want your future to look like you know are you planning on trying to run after high school and then you know is there any prospective schools or prospective majors that you would like to go into um, yeah, I don't know. My future is whatever God has planned for me, but I would love to compete at the D1 level in college and study natural health and orthobionomy. Um, I want to make changes in the modern medicine and teach people the truth about becoming the best version of themselves and the truth about nutrition. Wow. 
that yeah i'm just gonna say it that's a lot um but you go girls seriously um so before competitions do you have any like i don't know pre-game routines or um you know a special music playlist you like to put on beforehand um, usually before races, I usually I wake up really early. My teammates always like make fun of me for waking up so early. Um, but um, I always make myself like a really big breakfast and um, which is usually like a bowl of peanut butter with, I mean, <laughs> a bowl of oatmeal with a lot of peanut butter. I wish I could eat a bowl of peanut butter. <laughs> and um, usually I usually read a book just to calm my nerves down or I listen to like chill music. Um, I like to get hyped up sometimes, but not too early because I don't want my adrenaline pumping too early. Mm -hmm. You mentioned, you know, that you got into girls on the run at a pretty early age. Were there any other sports that you played or has it always been running? Yeah, I did baton when I was, um, I did it for six years before high school and all that. And I, um, I really enjoyed it. It was um, a lot of fun, but I wasn't able to level up because of my age. And like, I was self-taught most of it because um, the coaches were teaching me at such a basic level. So, and I just lost my spark for it. So, um, sometimes every now and then I just break out my batons and start twirling them. Cool. Um... So besides sports, do you have any um, hobbies or, or things you like doing? Yeah, I, um, I love to cook. I really, I really love to cook. And sometimes I like to bake. Um, I'm coming around to baking. I used to be terrible <laughs> at it. But um, I like to like, make food for my family. It just helps me De like de-stress um mm -hmm. from school and all that and I actually like to go fishing um so when we me and my dad go deep sea fishing when we go out on Toshin City and last time we went out like 26 miles and I caught the biggest sea bass on the boat and recently I started a bible study with a group of um like 20 people so that's been keeping me busy wow cool very cool I gotta ask, what what's your favorite meal to cook? Um, I like soup because it's really easy. You can just put whatever <laughs> you want in there. All right, I, I can get down with that. Um, so do you have any favorite professional or college sports teams that you like to watch? Um, I usually just see what I like. I follow a bunch of runners on Instagram, and I just keep up with their status and um keep up with what they're doing I don't really have a favorite I just like to I mean there are really good runners out there that amaze me and um they inspire me but yeah you um you mentioned you know that some of uh you know the pro athletes that you watch they inspire you is there anyone um you know particular right now that like a specific pro runner that really inspires you yeah I like um this Kenyan his name is Kip Choge and I probably just butchered his name but <laughs> he recently broke the two-hour marathon and wow. by 20 seconds and um 
I watched a documentary on him and he just has the mentality of no human is limited and his mentality inspires me. Cool. Yeah, I've I've also seen that documentary. It's it's a pretty good one and it's really, you know, eye-opening to see his mentality like you just mentioned. Um, you know, like we said, you're pretty early into your high school career, but just looking back on things, is there anything that you would change about it or you know tell your younger self about it um I don't think I would change anything even though COVID like took away my track season and like me making it just states for a second time I learned so much from it and it put me in a really good mentality to want to work harder and it made me hungry for more so I don't think I would change anything um so last question here uh just what advice do you have um, you know, for, for future, you know, runners, future athletes, um, you know, maybe people who are in middle school and will be coming up to high school or, you know, whatever. Um, my advice to future young athletes would be to not take sport too seriously and have fun, but work hard, but not too hard, you know, make, make time for things that matter to them and make time for families and their hobbies. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, well, that's um, all we have for this segment. So, Natalie, thank you. This has been fun. Thank you. And uh, up next, we will have Alexa Fisher. And now we'd like to welcome on to the podcast Alexa Fisher. Alexa, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So uh, I guess first question here, um, what I guess are, are your PRs in, uh, in track and, and cross country? Um, so unfortunately, uh, last year uh, as a junior, um, track kind of got cut down, you know, because of the COVID that so had a big role in it. Um, so we really only had like a couple meets. So, um, my track PRs are mainly from sophomore year and that would be a 228 in the 800 and, um, a 539 in the mile. Um, but we did have a cross country season this year. We started a little late and everything, but, um, I ended up finishing the season with a 1927, um, so that was a big, those are all big PRs for me. Um, and then we'll see what happens this track season as a senior. So that'll be coming up in February. So yeah. Cool, cool. Best of luck to you during that season. Yeah, good luck, good luck. Um, so not only do you run, you know, cross country and track, I also saw you play volleyball. What got you into, I mean, I guess all three of those, what, what got you into them? Um, well, volleyball was always something that I did, um, because honestly, I started back, like, at the YMCA when I was, like, eight or nine years old, um, you know, just recreational stuff, um, so then I was doing soccer and volleyball, um, and then just through the years, you know, soccer kind of fell out, um, but I always kept with volleyball till well, now, I mean, so I've been doing the sport for, Oh gosh, a decade now. Shoot, I feel old. <laughs> um, and then running just kind of came along. Um, 
because here in San Antonio, they have the Rock and Roll Marathon, um, which is the marathon, the half marathon, 5K, 10K. So it's a series of events and um, that goes through the weekend. They have, I think it's a 5K and 10K on Saturday, then the half marathon, marathon on Sunday. So when I was like, you know, uh, I want to say about 10, yeah, I did my first 5K. Um, not competitive or anything, but um, just ran it because one of our friends were doing it. So just happened to join along and um, just kind of did it every year since then. Um, we also had another event in San Antonio um, that I find is pretty unique. It's called the Tower and Climb for Cystic Fibrosis. Um, basically, it's a mile and then you run up the Tower of Americas, which is 952 steps. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a really big challenge. And I did that when I was uh, either nine or 10. I ended up getting like second place um, in the age category. And so that both of those things really, I guess, boosted my confidence or just mainly like running. And um, ever since then, kind of kept with it. Um, I didn't really take it too seriously back in middle school, cross country at least. I was like, uh, who wants to run two miles? <laughs> so, um, but um, and then high school, that's when I took it pretty serious, um, trying to make varsity and um, just going on from there. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Very cool. Um, so this, I mean, this is kind of the track and cross country like section of our questions, but it also applies to volleyball, like the last one. Um, do you have any like pre-game, pre-meet like routines or like, I don't know, like specific hype music or anything like that? Um, well, let's see, before meets, I only do, okay, well, I only run for school. Like I don't do AE or anything like that. Um, Cause like I said, track and cross country, I just never took it too serious. Like I do volleyball. Um, but before then, um, I normally wake up like an hour before we have to run <laughs> or not run before we go to the bus. And um, I eat my oatmeal and a banana. <laughs> so that's always my breakfast before meets, um, at least for cross country. Cause, oh my God, we can leave at like five in the morning. So yeah. I knew waking up at four. Um, yeah. <laughs> so um, I always do that. And then, of course, on the way to the meet, I'm listening to music. And um, it's kind of the same thing for volleyball, except I don't have to be so strict about what I eat because, you know, not it's not running. <laughs> totally different there. But even those days, we have to wake up ugh, early. 5 a.m. <laughs> so early mornings all the time. <laughs> yeah. Definitely feel that being a fellow cross-country runner myself. Those early mornings are not too fun. Oh, for sure. Especially the far travels. Oh, my God. Yeah. We have to wake up at like 3, 4. So <laughs> fun. Cool. I, don't th I don't think I've woken up that that early, but uh, uh, we probably <laughs> 5.30 might be the earliest I woke up for me. That was something else. <laughs> ah, yeah, fun. <laughs> so, you know, being in high school, you are a student athlete. And 
obviously with the athlete comes student. So you have to balance your academics. You have to balance your athletics, even a little bit of your personal life. How do you manage to do that? Um, well, I feel like grades always come first. Um, that's been something my parents have enforced as well as coaches. Um, and um, even just talking to recruiters or so, they look at your grades and then they'll look at performance, you know? And um, so I always make sure I get my work done. <laughs> so pulling all nighters or um, just staying up really late and waking up six o'clock for practice, you know, but you ha I feel like you have to get your grades done, even if you're turning it, like working it during school and then turn it in seventh period. Shoot, I pulled some of those, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, and then not only weekends, I get to recover some because, oh my god, freshman, sophomore year, when I would do um, volleyball, no, it was um, cross country in the morning and volleyball in the afternoon, I would literally be at school for 12 hours, <laughs> six in the morning to six um, in the evening, and that was just for practices, so plus I had school, and I was always taking pre-AP honors classes during that time and um so it definitely made me manage my time and um definitely just um learn how to do that so but it has helped me through junior senior year senior year has been a lot easier with only what four classes <laughs> plus I've been online school so um yeah it's gotten easier but College is coming up. We'll see how, how that goes. So, oh. yeah. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned a little bit how you know you, you're doing online school now, and that's you know obviously because of COVID. And you know everyone we talk to has been affected in some way by COVID. How has that um, affected your your sports for this year? I know we kind of talked about it a little bit, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I feel like COVID has definitely affected all athletes from, you know, last year we had March. Well, our spring break has been how long now, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, back in March, like I said, track season pretty much was canceled. I think we ran three meets and that was about it. And, um, you know, it being early season, you don't have all, you know, you're not at your peak yet. So that that kind of sucked but um let's see then we transitioned to cross country season um this year and um we start training in June July um you know summer workouts um building up the mileage and so uh but we didn't even start meets until about September I want to say mid-September when we normally start in mid-August. So our season got delayed a month, uh, which pushed back some of our meets. And um, I feel like I kind of messed with some of us um, just because training-wise, you know, some of our runners weren't, um, you know, they, they got more injuries and especially running more. And because um, we're averaging about 25 to 30 miles a week. And um, doing that longer than you need to, you know, you're just more prone to injury. 
so that kind of affected plus um volleyball we actually have to play with masks now so yeah that's been really interesting we've had one tournament so far we actually have a tournament coming up this weekend but yeah masks every team's playing with masks and oh my god it can get kind of hot (laughs) you know but um that's been a change there and then for me it's even a lot smaller um during the season and we actually, our, our meets got cut down. I think we only had like seven while we're used to having about 10. Wow. So, um, yeah, it's it's been a change, but, you know, everyone's working with it. I'm still really grateful that we're able to have athletics mm-hmm. going on. Um, as I know, or for us, at least, we're having all our sports going on. So I'm really grateful for that, at least. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, you just uh, within the last month or two committed to Graceland University. How was that college decision process, and why did you end up choosing to go there? Um, yes, I committed to Graceland um, mid-October. I took my trip to Iowa. Um, but before all that, I, um, let's see, around 15, 16, I started talking to colleges, um, I talked to many various from D1 to D3, NAIA, D2. Um, And like I said, that process started when I was 15, um, turning 16. And um, it was really neat to be able to get the recruiters insight from what they are looking for in grades to performance on the volleyball. I never really thought I'd be recruited for track or cross country, so I never got into that. It was mainly for volleyball and putting out highlight videos um, of, you know, gameplay for club. And um, so I actually started talking to Graceland um, when I was about 16, uh, 16th year, and um, I've been in touch with that coach for a while now. Um, then that was just for volleyball though. So once I started looking into the school more, I was able to contact the cross country and track coach and realize that, you know, I actually stood a chance to run for them as well. So after talking to them for a couple years, I was able to, um, you know, actually be able to sign for them. Um, so I was actually supposed to visit in March, but you know, all the COVID stuff happened. So um, unfortunately I, you know, had that delayed, but I did verbally commit in April. Um, and then, you know, got to do a virtual tour. So that was interesting, never heard of that. Um, and then uh, mid-October, that's when I got to go to Iowa, we made it a fun trip for the family. Um, it's a really small town. Like literally, the nearest Walmart is in Missouri. <laughs> like you got, <have>, yep. <laughs> so it's it's gonna be a definitely um, culture change for me. That's it's gonna be fun. I'm excited for it. Um, but the college has what I'm looking for. You know, programs. Um, and then uh, my major that I hope to do is um 
Well, actually, I'll be doing a dual major of um, business administration and sports um, management. So that's going to be fun. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to it. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's what I want to major in, too. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was going to say, I see JR up here nodding. I'm like, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, throughout this episode, we've been talking about you being a runner already in two sports and then volleyball too. I mean, you're a three-sport athlete and JR and I were talking before the interview and we're like, this would never happen at our school. Like if you wanted to run two sports in the same season, you, you just couldn't. Um, so how is that for you? You know, I mean, we talked about balancing, but like that's even more so balancing. Well, okay. So fun fact, I did cross country and volleyball. Uh, like I said, they are in the same season for high school. So I did that fresh sophomore year that like I said it was a good challenge because I would be at school for 12 hours and that's not including game days for volleyball which were Tuesdays and Fridays um so I'd be at school even longer or you know traveling somewhere else and not getting home till about 10 o'clock at night wow so um and then as all the school doing um you know homework and all that um so it, it definitely pushed me and everything but um, junior year, I actually quit school volleyball, um, even though I was a varsity as a freshman. But I, you know, just stuff with the coach and everything. Mm. Um, but, um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, so balancing all three has been a little bit. But um, I feel like I never have like an off season you know because I go from cross country to club volleyball and then that pretty much lasts until track ends in you know May so um yeah it's definitely been you know I want to say a challenge <laughs> doing all three um just because everything overlaps with each other and then so yeah, we'll see how it goes in college. I did sign for all three cross country volleyball and track, um, but they're willing to work with me um, to do indoor and outdoor track and then cross country and volleyball. That it's like I said, it's gonna be a lot of fun, especially with schoolwork and um, you know just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, pretty impressive. Nowadays, you barely see two sport athletes in college, let alone three. But, you know, I guess you didn't, you never really had to choose between the three of them. But say you could only sign to play one sport, what sport would you play and why? Yeah, like I said, I never really had to choose. Um, like I said, when I was younger, I would. I, I would get people saying that I would have to choose, but I'm grateful that I didn't have to. I think what kind of helped was making, you know, varsity as a freshman on both of volleyball and cross country. So no coach could say anything about either one. So, you know, kind of happy about that. But honestly, if I did have to choose, it'd probably be track. Like I love the end of like individuality in it. And, um, 
with that, you get to push yourself to whatever you want to do. You can do your own training. Um, you know, no one can really stop you on what you're going to do. Um, a volleyball, I love it. Uh, like I said, I've done it for what it feels like ever, <laughs> you know. Um, and um, so that's been very competitive and everything. But running-wise, I never really... I never had like a lot of training except for school. So that was the neat thing about cross country and track. And, um, but yeah, I choose track over cross country because who wants to run three miles? <laughs> I'm gonna stick to my one and a half, shoot. <laughs> but yeah. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, we've talked, you were saying that, um, cross-country training for you starts in, you know, June, July, and, you know, volleyball and, and track end in May. So, like, I know it's a really small off-season, but, like, what does that off-season look like as far as training or, or just in general? Um, yeah, I really don't have much of an off-season, but, like, um, let's see. Because our cross-country season normally ends in – uh November and late October so I do have November off normally um so that's when our club volleyball starts um so during that time November December I just try to do light mileage because um it being track season I don't have to do um you know 25 miles a week you know just because I'm doing the mile and 800 so they're working more speed. This year, I've um, been doing more treadmill work um, to be able to increase speed. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, but yeah, I still try to always run just to keep in shape, you know, um, yeah. doing about, you know, four miles here and there. Um, and then I also do CrossFits on Sunday. Because um, that's actually part of our volleyball. We'll do CrossFit. And then we'll go straight into volleyball practice on Sunday. So that's always fun. But um, I'm never, like, I want to say lazy. <laughs> I do um, take off some time after cross-country season, though, because, you know, you have to recover. Right. you got to give yourself you know, some time off. So I think this year I took, like, two, three weeks off, and then I started, you know, running again, lifting some, and so doing that, but cool you've had four seasons of cross country you're in your fourth season right now with volleyball you will have four seasons hope well technically with covid you didn't really but with track you know you're coming to the end of your career is there a favorite memory that you've had during this high school career of athletics oh my gosh high school has been something <laughs> it's it's been a lot of fun um I have, I will be graduating with nine letters, so um, definitely really proud of myself for that, because um, I feel like I've always, you know, been up for a challenge, whether it's my grades, um, I've worked to, to be an NHS, um, so I've been in that junior and, well, currently senior year, um, so the favorite moments, um, well, for volleyball, I'd say mainly club volleyball. I've been doing it, like I said, since I was nine years old. 
And I want to say my favorite would be going to nationals when I was 12. Um, we made it to nationals, um, which was held in New Orleans. So we got to go to Louisiana, have a fun trip there, and um, check out the French Quarter and everything. That was probably most memorable. But um, like I said, doing that for a long time, we got to travel to other places from being in Texas to like Austin, Houston, Dallas, to going to um, Chicago, Lake Tahoe, Reno, Nevada, you know, so it's been a whole experience there. And then um, track and cross country, definitely going to regionals freshman, sophomore year. That was a lot of fun because we made it um, as a team for the girls and we would it was a blast, you know, just staying the night in Corpus Christi from going to the beach and um, going to, you know, the landmark Whataburger with the upstairs um, to just being in the hotel, you know, it's everything I've done has had its moments of, you know, being really great. And I'm, you know, really grateful for that. I've had great coaches, great teammates and you know, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, obviously we're a sports podcast. We talk about sports, but like, that's not all we focus on. Like, could you share like, you know, what, what are some of your, your hobbies outside of, of sports that you enjoy doing? Yeah. Well, I think as you can see, I am pretty busy with all the sports, right. <laughs> all the extra training or whatever I need to do. Um, but besides that, I love hanging out with friends and family, um, you know, especially during these holidays. It's been a lot of fun um, with the whole family home. And then, you know, during the quarantine, everyone was home too. Fortunately, I couldn't go out much, but, you know, I love being together with everyone. Um, and then, you know, going out with friends. Um to shopping um because you know who doesn't like shopping <laughs> um so yeah just you know going out I love it um I'm not really at home much because you like staying at home <laughs> so yeah um just going out whenever but you know those days of just watching Netflix at home do kick in too <laughs> so yeah you know being in Texas, it is a pretty big, you know, football state. But I mean, just in general, do you have any favorite pro sports teams that you like to watch? Um, not really. <laughs> I mean, I do watch the NFL and um, basketball as well. But you know, I'm not really. I don't have a specific team that I do go for. Um, but yeah, I just kind of watch it for fun. <laughs> Hey, fair enough. So imagine like freshman you again for a second here. Like, you know, we've said that that you're a senior, but if you could go back to that freshman you and tell them something, what would you tell your your freshman self? Ah. Freshman year was fun, <laughs> um, but I'd say to be more conf- confident in what I do. Um, as a freshman, I feel like I was kind of shy, especially 
um, in the cross country season, I I put volleyball first more, and um, so there were I would only go to practice like three days a week. <laughs> so I really didn't talk to the team too much until um, I guess I started doing like better in the meets because um, I improved a lot freshman year going from 24s to 21s. Um, so that, that was a big jump for me. And I started out on JV and um, I even missed a couple meets for volleyball and um so once I made varsity, I was like, well, I guess I should start going to practice more. <laughs> so, um, yeah, definitely be more confident about myself. And then um, to really not worry about what others think of me, you know, don't be so hard on yourself and think people are judging you for whatever you choose to do. Um, so, yeah, I think those two would be something I wish I knew or wish I would do in freshman year. Also, change your schedule and don't do chemistry. Like, that's a hard <laughs> class. <laughs> I, I agree there. I was uh, not, a, not too big of a fan of chemistry there uh, my junior year. Not fun. Yeah, I took it sophomore year, but oh, my God. No, that, that is not it. <laughs> that was kind of your advice for your past self. Do you have any advice for people who want to be in the position you are right now where you can be a multiple sport athlete in college? Yeah. Um, like for athletes in general, I feel like find your passion for the sport. Like if you love it, continue to do it and don't let someone say no to you. You know, I don't, like I said, I used to get told to, you know, pick one sport, especially with cross country and, volleyball being the same season I was told I'd have to choose one um but I really didn't let that affect me and um I made varsity in both of those straight off straight off the back really and um so I didn't let anyone um tell me I couldn't do one or but the main thing is to find that you love to do it and um if you love to do it then you can't have someone tell you no even if you don't make a team or you feel like you're not good enough then you work towards it. And if you, you know, have your passion to it, you're going to do the work. You're going to find, um, find what to do to, you know, make your goals. So I think that'd be my main thing, um, to continue to do it and work towards what you need to, if you really love the sport or love what you're doing. Yeah, definitely a good piece of advice there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that is uh, all we have. That was our last question. So again, Alexa, thank you. For sure. Thanks for having me. And um, up next, we will have uh, Dylan Troop. All right, we're on to our next interview. We're here with Dylan Troop of General McLean High School here in Pennsylvania. He is a cross country and track runner. Uh, first off, what are some of your PRs? In cross country for the 5K, my, my PR is of 14, uh, 40, uh, yeah, 1445 ish, and that was on a track. And so um, it was in New Jersey this year, 
Um, of course, this year, it's really hard for me to be able to get those PRs I wanted to on an actual cross country course. But being able to go out there and, you know, get that, I'm sorry, 1444. I'm so bad with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, being able to go out there in New Jersey and race a, a few good PA guys, in fact, uh, it felt pretty great. And then um, for track, 3200 is a uh, 9.19, technically I'm counting it, because I actually ran that split for my 5K. And so I'm going to count that. But, you know, this coming track season, I'm definitely hoping to shoot for 9.10s. And then I haven't ran the 1600 in a while, and it's actually pretty bad uh, comparatively to, like, good 1600 runners. And so I'm, I clocked in at a 436 pretty consistently. And so, I mean – you know, it's definitely not my strongest suit, so I'll just take it what it is. Hey, I would take those times any day of the week. <laughs> um, so, so what got you into the, I guess, the sport of running slash track slash cross country? Yeah, so I used to be a gymnast for the longest time. I was a gymnast since the age of three, doing like tiny tumblers at Lakehead's and Lakers up in Erie, uh, PA. And uh, I, I did that for a long time, and I was really competitive and I actually wasn't that bad and but in fifth grade um I just my grandma died a lot happened and I was I was starting to kind of like I don't know think about my life about how I could change it because I just really wanted to live up to you know my expectations in life and I, I felt like it was getting a little bit too monotonous so um what comes sixth grade we had track and field day and so when I saw my friends out there been every of them and you know they were all being fit and active and um, a lot of my friends placed well and uh, they told me about cross country and uh, that's that's when I really got into it because um, being able to see their community um, especially with um, you know my grandma passing away like I really felt like I needed that because um, she lived right next door and uh, and, and besides that um, I, I really wasn't really close with my friends in school because gymnastics was really it's really taxing time-wise, you know, you're in the gym for, um, four hours, no, nearly every day. Like in a, I was a young kid. And so I really didn't get to know my friends a lot until I stopped doing gymnastics. And, you know, I don't regret it because I've had success not only in the sport, but I felt like, like as a person, you know? Yeah. Um, so you kind of mentioned that with gymnastics, you had a really big, you know, time management kind of thing where you were school and then gymnastics. And then, so I'm assuming that kind of taught you some time management skills. So how do you balance your school, your athletics, your personal life, all that stuff? Yeah, so it can be a little bit challenging, like for, um, not for like short tasks, like, you know, in like school, there's always like, you got long-term assignments and short-term stupid assignments. Like those, like, that's no problem. But we're talking about research papers, you know, stuff that you need to sit down and have a long period of time on just to do well at. Like those are when it gets pretty tough because, you know, with, with any sport, you're always on the go and, uh, and you want to practice too. And then, so it's going to break it up quite a bit, but, you know, I've been pretty, pretty good about um, knowing when I have to get something done. Like, I think that's the difference between a lot of people, like every, I think everyone procrastinates, but it's like, you got to know, like, okay, I know this is it. This is the day that I have to get this done. And then, you know, if I don't get it done now, I'm going to stay up and do it. And it's sort of like a, it's like a punishment. It's like, all right, the next time I'm going to get it done earlier. So I guess it's sort of like, 
with my time management is I procrastinate and then I, I feel the repercussions and I'm like, I'm too busy for this. And so then I'm like, okay, I'll be better next time. And then it just slowly degrades back to being really procrastinating and then boom, hits you right back. So it's like a cycle, I guess, but you know, I think I'm, I always say I'm going to get better, but you never know. Um, as of now, we're in the midst of the whole coronavirus pandemic. So how has, I guess, COVID in general affected, I guess, your athletics so far? Right. So in the springtime, we were just about to start track season. Literally, it was about a week after the first day. And then that's when my coach pulled me aside and he's like, Dylan, we're going to go on a two break uh, or two week hiatus. And I'm like, this can't be happening. This is, this is surreal. And then I, I just kind of like, I, I, I cussed and I just, I just walked away and I was like, I, I was in disbelief because we, we were working so hard. We were about to have a meet and you know, then no, then nothing. And we just had a decently uh, well, well put in uh, indoor season. And so, you know, come to find out that the, the, the actual true season you were looking forward to is gone. Like that was, that was pretty tough for me. And uh, you know, just to see it, keep going and going and then the health officials kept on saying you just keep waiting it out you know it, it was pretty tough on on me because I, I mean running was basically my life I mean it still is and so not being able to race and uh, you know be with my team it was it was definitely really tough and then even this cross-country season you know I was expecting that we were going to have the vaccine earlier but I mean I'm so glad that that it has come this early but even earlier just because I know they were pushing stuff, but um, I mean, cross country, they made it as normal as possible, but a lot was still not the same. Like the meets, particularly States, like it, it was a no go for me. Like it just, it just didn't feel right. Cause you weren't racing like who you wanted to race. You were racing just like a couple okay guys. And then, so it just, it just wasn't the same, but I'm, I'm glad that at least something happened. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Um, so off season, there's not much time because, you know, you go from cross country to indoor to outdoor. So you really only got that summer period, but what is that off season training looking like for you? Right. So right now, um, right after cross country season, I usually try to keep maintaining that fitness with a little bit less, um, speed. And so, um, for most off seasons, summer and like what you mentioned right after cross to indoor um you just beef up the mileage and you cut down the pace so you know say i was going sub six for like some runs uh, some long runs like now i'd be doing like 640s which is what what i'm going to be doing um right now the weather's just so bad that i couldn't even get out on the road but um i'm hoping to soon because I, I miss doing that but um i've also been doing a little bit of uh, cross training i've been lifting a little bit because you know, tracks a little bit different in the um, being able to kick guys a little bit easier. So, yeah, so just like trying changing a few things up, and uh, with the running, it's a lot easier. Um, particularly where we live, with a bunch of snow, um, it's a lot easier on the joints too because grinding out on concrete is not always nice, and especially you know grinding out on concrete with black ice on it also not nice. So, you know, taking it easy doesn't sound that bad after a while. Yeah, definitely. Um, outside of, I guess, cross country slash track, do you have any other, I guess, hobbies that you like to do in your free time? 
Yeah, um, I like to read. Um, I, I like to play a lot of video games too. But um, besides that, I'm pretty good at throwing cards. I love throwing cards for some reason. Have no, don't ask me how I got into it. I think it was uh, um, my friend named Tim. But uh, geez, uh, besides that, I like biking. Being outdoors is pretty epic. Uh, walking. Yeah. So like running and walking. I mean, they're basically the same thing, but one's faster. But uh, yeah, that's, that's really about it, though. Yeah. All right. So for people that don't know, you are committed to the University of Penn, correct? Yeah. What led you to make that choice to such a prestigious, you know, academic school to also continue your athletic career? Yeah, it was pretty tough. I was looking at a, a lot of different good schools like West Point and um, even Allegheny College and PA. Like I wanted to stay close. Like I knew that personally. Like I love having four seasons. I didn't want to go somewhere I'm not comfortable going. You know, I felt like PA was really comfortable for me um and even like to visit my family too it'd be a lot easier so you know uh kind of limited my options like obviously west points you know in new york so it have been a little bit further but i still you know you can't beat free tuition and um but in the end um the the upenn guy um coach dolan he was he just took me into that recruiting process and he was you know really upfront and open about it and not only that, like he, he was really consistent. Like he would always like email me, call me, check in on me, like all the other coaches, they did that, but to a certain extent, like it just wasn't like him. Yeah. And, you know, not only that, but like how you mentioned, like you can't beat it's top notch education. And, you know, that's probably what everyone, I mean, everyone goes to college for education first and foremost, but you know, from a running standpoint as well, um, university of Pennsylvania, they just won the Ivies in 2019. Um, the, the, that's the HEPs. So it's like the, cross-country champ their own division cross-country championship um so they're still a pretty good team I think they were ranked 26 and like division one wide which isn't terrible um so yeah they're, they're still a good running team don't get me wrong but you know um just sort of the major I was going into as well political science I felt like you know if I'm going to do it might as well do it there so yeah so you can now say that you're officially going to be a I guess D1 runner how does that feel to be able to say that feels pretty good because you know as a kid who stopped being a pretty good gymnast to not like having no idea how good he would be at running like it feels pretty great I was expecting nowhere near to be as good as I I, I am so it's truly a blessing yeah with cross country usually people run track which you do and you know, as you kind of mentioned with the idea of kicking track and cross country are similar, but also very different. Do you prefer one over the other? Personally, since I started first, I'd have to say cross country. But, you know, there's a lot of aspects of track that I like, um, particularly being able to watch other, you know, events going on at the same time. And there's a lot of breaks in between the events, which can be nice at the same time. It's a lot, it's a lot more chill, I feel you know, cross country can tend to be a lot more business oriented because, you know, you're going there just for, you know, your, your meat. So, but obviously I think longer distances suit me. So cross country is definitely going to be better. And, you know, over the years, I've really appreciated a good cross country course, you know, having good hills in like, it's, it's terrible. It sucks, but you know, in the end, it actually, it's kind of cool.
Yeah, so for running slash or for running, what, what kind of workouts do you enjoy doing? Um, probably, probably mile repeats because, you know, with cross country, um, we actually kind of do the same for track workouts. Like it's, it's basically the same. And that would be like 1600 repeats for me. It used to be 1200 repeats, but coach upped it for me, which kind of sucks. But, you know, I actually enjoy them though, because, you know, when it comes to distance stuff and being able to run it decently fast, you know, at least I'm, I'm pretty good at that. So it actually doesn't, doesn't hurt as bad. Yeah. Mile repeats. I definitely, I definitely enjoy those too, but so pretty, pretty interesting fun fact about you. You are a state champion, correct? Correct. I mean, that's, that's the feat. First off, I mean, congratulations on that throughout your running career, but that's a feat that not many runners get to say they, you know, they've accomplished. How does that feel to say, you know, at one point you were the best runner in the division in the state? I mean, it feels great. Um, you know, to a certain extent, um, I'd, I'd still say I am. You know, what happened at States this year, um, they got, I got, I have to say, they kind of got lucky um, that I, I pushed myself too hard, you know. And it happens to a lot of great, you know, great runners that I even met personally. Like, you know, you get to a certain level where pushing hard reaps the rewards that you want it to. And then you get a little carry away, like in the summertime when you're like, this doesn't really matter. You know what? I'm going to grind it out. And I'm just going to push myself to be the best runner I can. And that happens. And then you just don't, you don't taper down, you know, and if you don't taper down for the in-season time, you know, you're going to hurt. And so that's kind of what happened to me. You know, I didn't really taper, you know, as, as I should have, I didn't let myself recover. I pushed myself too hard and you know what, for the first time I, I actually saw the, the repercussions. So, you know, it's on me, but you know, after seeing what I could do at in New Jersey on the track and beating, I, I beat uh, Aiden Barnhill and uh, Decline uh, Reimer, who are two great uh, PA boys, and they're in AAA. They ran um, times that were really close to this year's AA state champ, which was, which was, I was, I was actually looking to be that, but, um, you know, I, I beat them by a, quite a significant margin. And then to, um, to have taken, you know, to have fallen, um, at the two mile mark at, at States this year, you know, I, I really had no doubt I had it in the bag. It's just, it was a matter of me taking care of myself before the race. You know, I didn't. So it's on me at the end, but it really sucks. Cause I knew I, I knew I was there, you know, I was there the week before at, at districts, I beat everyone by a minute, you know? And so it's just, you gotta take care of yourself. Yeah, so before, I guess, any competitions, do you have any kind of routine or pregame music slash meals you like to have? Yeah, every morning before a race, it seems like I have eggs and toast. Don't ask me why. It's pretty simple, but, you know, if I don't have eggs and toast, is it a race day? In my opinion, it's not. <laughs> um, <laughs> Music-wise, I actually don't listen to music before a race, but if I were to it would definitely be some pretty, pretty pumped up stuff. Just so you know. Yeah. Gotta ask what kind of egg are we having with the toast? Sunny side up. Always. All right. All right. So, you know, you mentioned two guys that you got to race down in New Jersey. Is there any 
team that you like to go up against, any competitors that, you know, if they're in a race, you know, it's going to be a fun one. Anything yeah. like that? Yeah, for sure. Um, Colton, uh, my, my good friend Colton and Brendan, um, they're, they, I've only raced them once before, but we've seen it each other so many times. And like, I know that we're so close in skill level that every time we race, like it's, it's definitely an interesting one. Um, they're just, they're just great athletes. Um, and when you get a group of really good runners together, like, and you see like that pack form, it's, it's always, it's a fun time. And ultimately I'm not a good kick. I don't have a good kick at all. So um, for me, it'd be interesting, like trying to plan that race where I can actually come out on top. What would you say is um, your favorite cross country track uh, memory throughout high school so far? I'd have to say going one, two, and three um, at districts, uh, track districts, my freshman year with my teammates, Nate uh, Price and Eric Andrzejewski. Um, we came into the district meet, like thinking we had it in the bag anyway, but just to see like as teammates, being able to get all those points together, you know, like it, it was really unprecedented at the time. So um, yeah, that was a great moment. Definitely seems like a great one to share with your teammates there. With you being a senior, you know, you're gone after just a, in just a few months and a new wave of cross country runners will come up with freshmen and it'll continue happening for, you know, pretty much forever. Do you have any advice for those younger runners who strive to be where you were during your high school career? Yeah, you know, keep it up and like, you know, even when off season comes, you know, at least, at least keep your, keep your um, fitness and don't be afraid to push. But, you know, when it comes, what I learned, you know, there's, there's a balance to it. And if you will find that balance, you're going to do well. And, and just don't be afraid like to, to um, start out a race fast is definitely not the best uh, in the long run. Remember that you have five whole kilometers and, you know, you can take one at a time. And I think the best feeling as a young runner, not being the best in the race, like, you know, probably getting like 10th or 11th, I'd always start out at like um, 29th or like way back there in the pack for the first mile. And then I creep my way up. And every time I passed a runner, I got more confidence. And so as a, as a young runner, who's not going to be right out there in the front, that's my best advice. Let that happen. Let your confidence build up throughout the race. And then when you get to that last mile, maintain your place. And maybe if you have anything left, kick. But, you know, as a, as a young runner, not going to happen. But just keep with it. I mean, any, anybody in any sport is going to tell you, you know, sticking with a sport's probably the best way for you to get good at it. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for you once again. You know, thank you for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Um. With that being said, we'll move on to our next interview with Annika Ermold. All right, we're on to our next interview with Annika Ermold. She is a thrower from um, Governor Mifflin High School here in Pennsylvania. Um, sticking with what we've been doing, we're going to do another good interview so first off what are some of your prs my prs so 
in shot put, my I have a PR of 40 feet, 4 inches. And discus, I have an official PR of 126 feet, 7 inches, although I have thrown over those in practice. All right, those are some solid PRs. <laughs> so, I guess, what got you into the, I guess, the sport of throwing? How do you want to do it? Funny story. So, in sixth grade at our school, we had field day. One of the yeah. events was shot put. So for fun, I tried it out and I ended up really liking it. So seventh grade, I went out for track, was county champion. And eighth grade was when I really just started to focus on it. Nice. So All right. it was fun. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think, that, I think that's like, you might be our second or third person that started their sport in field day. So I guess field day is pretty <laughs> successful. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if you're in high school, so... You're a student athlete, obviously student comes before athlete. How do you balance your school and athletics? So this year it's actually been really nice. Our school does half days. So I'm in school during the morning and I usually get home around 11. So I have a little bit of time to like get my schoolwork done and then I practice in the afternoon. So it's been really nice this year, just balancing everything. And it's been pretty easy, I would say. So with half days, I know me and Ethan were from Mechanicsburg. We're doing every other day. So yeah, with the with the other days that we're not in person, we're online. So do you not have any online school? No, we have like four classes a day, and then like for the classes we didn't have in person, we'll sometimes have like online work to do. But like we don't have virtual classes. All right, all right, that's a good deal. Yeah. <laughs> So obviously mentioned you have half day. That's obviously because we're in the uh, midst of this coronavirus pandemic. So how has COVID so far affected any um, athletics things you've done? I would say for me personally, just the fact like competitions, yeah. like we don't know like in PA what's going to happen with indoor. So we don't even know if I'm going to get a chance to compete at all. So I would just kind of say competitions, you know, I might not get to compete until April. So I just have to kind of keep focusing on my training and, just be prepared for the next comp whenever it is yeah um kind of going off of that I guess has your like practice been any different I know kind of like shot put throwing you can just go out there and take your shot or your disc or your javelin just kind of do it by yourself but has that changed any bit not really I mean practice has overall been the same you know we still get to practice which is really nice and it's been really like a big help so nothing's really changed too much all right all right um what would what would you say is your favorite thing to uh throw I guess I'd probably say I prefer shot put I don't know I just like it better and like I feel like I'm better at it so I don't mind discus though but I would say I'm probably more of a shot put thrower (laughs) This is just out of curiosity. I know that, you know, PIAA, you don't throw hammer throw. Have you ever gotten a chance to do that? I have never thrown a hammer before, so. Would you want to? I would be down to try it. Like, I would definitely be down to maybe try it, but I wish we sanctioned it. All right, because I've I've seen them at the college level, and I am definitely not a thrower, but (laughs) it, it looks pretty fun. Yeah, it does look fun. Um, so I don't know if we mentioned this before, but I, be, I uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You are a junior. Yes, I am a junior. 
All right. So do you have any, uh, do you want your future plans are looking like it? Obviously you don't have to decide right now, but do you have yeah. Any? Um, I would like to attend college. I would like to also do track in college and I would like to major in some kind of science. I'm looking at biochemistry. I really like both biology and chemistry. So I feel like something in that field, maybe I could major in. Is there any particularly like particular division you want to compete at? Like is the goal D1, D2, D3? What, what are you looking at? I would like to compete division one, but I am open honestly to looking anywhere. And if a D2 school is the best fit for me, I'd be willing to compete there just kind of seeing where everything goes right. and where everything goes yeah yeah um so you know outdoor season you, you already mentioned indoor season so outdoor and indoor season they're kind of up in the air right now hopefully we at least get an outdoor season here in PA but what are some of those goals looking like you know both distance and place wise when it comes to championship meets like for both or just like outdoor uh honestly both you know okay so if we have indoor i'd like to hit like 43 44 in shot and i would like to place at the state meet which is top eight so i would like to be all state this year all right and for outdoor i'd like to be around 46 in shot and i'd like to be around 140 in discus and place at the state meet for both. All right, I respect it, big goals. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> so um, from what we know, a lot of runners are people that do track and field are very superstitious before, I guess, competitions. Do you have any pre-competition routines or meals? I, like to do? I plug into my beats and I just do my, my thing. I block everything out. I stretch i do lots of warm-ups just especially if it's colder weather out so i can be more prepared and then once they say warm-up time i go into the circle and just visualize what i am doing and i go from there you said you put on the beats if i had if i took the beats off of your head what music am i hearing um Honestly, I listen to so many different kinds, but like before meets, it's probably rap, just something that like really gets me into the zone and just hypes me up. <laughs> favorite artist? Favorite album, maybe? Ooh, I don't have a favorite artist. I mean, I like so many different artists, so it's kind of hard to choose a favorite. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, so, you know, you obviously have dual meets, but then you also have the bigger invitationals, the championship meets. Do you have a favorite invitational to throw at? Um, well, from freshman year, it was probably the Hempfield Black Knight Invitational, which is like in Lancaster County. It was so fun competing against so many different people, and it was my first big invite, so it just was a lot of fun. So do you have any favorite D1 or like Olympic throwers that you like maybe watching every once in a while I watch so many different throwers but I would probably say for shot put I like Ryan Krauser he's like the world record leader right now and he's very fun to watch and I also love watching Valerie Allman she broke 70 meters in the discus and she's just so explosive and I love watching her throw great so you know I follow you on Instagram, so I do see you post some weightlifting stuff. What kind of what kind of 
weightlifting exercises do you do and what are some of those PRs that you have in the weightlifting? So for us, we always start off with Olympic lifts kind of just to warm the body up and also like Mm -hmm. just kind of build on explosiveness and mobility. Um, I have snatched 145 pounds, which is the lift where you take the bar above your head and you squat. I've cleaned 192, so 192 pounds. And I recently benched 160, which is my body weight. So, All right. Ethan, I don't think you can bench 160. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't even know if I weigh 160. So, um, so do you we, – we always ask this question to anyone we interview. Do you have any, I guess, outside of sport hobbies that you like to do? For me, I like chilling with my family, watching TV. I'd probably say those are my main hobbies because otherwise I'm either doing schoolwork or I'm training. So just chilling, honestly, is my favorite thing to do. All right. And then to wrap up this New Year's special, do you have any advice for, you know, the middle schoolers that are going to be coming into the pro, to track and field and or the freshmen that are going to be experiencing their first track and field season? I would probably say just have fun and work hard. Like track's one of those sports where it's very rigorous and hard, but like if you train at it, you work at it and you have fun, it's very rewarding at the end and it can lead to many opportunities in the future. So just stay optimistic and have fun with it. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Well, that's all we've got for you. Uh, Once again, thank you for coming on the podcast. We really appreciate it. Of course. It was fun. (laughs) Yeah. With that last interview, that wraps up our New Year's special once again, guys. Thank you so much for listening this past year. As I said before, we really appreciate it. And I will catch you on the flip side. This is Jeremy Mizrak signing off for Double FM Sports.